Woo! Here we go, here we go. Episode 98. Let's roll. We're talking about leadership communication, public speaking, storytelling, motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence, he speaks with that flow. And you should already know how it goes. They're rolling with a pro. Hey, here we go, here we go. It's the RK3 show. I'm Robert Kennedy, the third RK3. That's me. Ooh, episode 98. We're coming closer. We're coming closer. I can see the finish line. Yeah, I can see the end of this. But again, listen, I I I'm doing this and we're kind of coming towards the finish line of this. And it's like doing this mile or five mile run or whatever the case is. And we're seeing the finish line. But I know that past the finish line. There is the start of a new thing. There's a start of another race. So I'm glad that we're here. And, you know, there's a a little bit of I got a little bit of feelings about it. (laughs) I'm in my feelings a little bit because we're sunsetting the thing. The first thing that I really gave my name, if if that makes sense to anybody. The RK3 show is the first show that I named after me, everything else was about a specific topic, but this time it was, I could really go whatever direction that I wanted. And we're almost at the end of that. And it's okay because sometimes you just want to transition. You want to pivot. You want to do something else. You want to see what's next. You've grown to a certain level and you really want to explore what's the next phase. And that's okay. So That's why we're doing this. And that's what's happening here. So if you are just joining us for the very first time, if this is your first episode, we've been doing this thing for two seasons and we are pushing towards episode 100. And after episode 100, we will sunset and archive and complete the RK3 show podcast. And in April of 2021, we'll move into our next podcast, which will be called the What's My Story podcast, how I got from there to hear. We're going to be hearing and sharing great stories of people and the pivotal moments in their lives that allowed them to achieve the success that they've now achieved. So look forward to that. Make sure that you bookmark what's my story podcast.live and be on the lookout in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, all of the places where you listen to your podcast and listen out for the What's My Story podcast hosted by RK3. Yeah, that's me. All right. So listen, we for the last couple of episodes have gone through season one and some important, valuable gold nugget tips and quotes that some of our guests have shared. And those quotes were from season one in this episode and the next. We're going to continue that process with some of our amazing guests from season two. Let's start out with Merrill Hodge, former football player, former host or sportscaster on ESPN, now a motivational speaker, really wanting people to win. Let's hear something important and amazing that he had to say. Everybody's responsible to take action and do their part. That is our job and that is our responsibility. But in the journey, I tell people that football is the greatest team sport I've ever played, but life's the greatest team game. And we all are teammates and we all, you know, can help one another be, you know, you can inspire you can, people. You can be an inspiration or motivation to people. 
right. in your life. Um, and we all have can do that to one another. I get inspired or moved oftentimes when I go speak, when I hear somebody's journey or uh, what they've dealt with or something, some piece of wisdom. Yeah, it's important to realize that life isn't a game. Life isn't a journey that works best alone. I keep repeating this, but I go back to the African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. And that's why Merrill was referring to football and life as a team sport. If you really want to make the most success of it, you've got to do it with some other people. You've got to trust others. You've got to form relationships. You've got to connect with people. And your story is one of the best ways of doing that. And speaking of teams and doing things with people, this next clip comes from, I guess, David Villa, who owns a marketing company in Florida and really talks about how he inspires his team every day. I am a salesperson. I'm a sales uh, trainer. I'm a CEO and a marketer and a salesperson. That's the passion part of the business. I stay away from accounting. My wife's the CFO. I stay away from production. I stay away from those areas. I, I am the marketing and sales CEO. But yeah. um, I, uh, So I prepare just, you know, really trying to inspire somebody, get into the heart of why they do what they do. You know, um, you know sales, people tell you that salespeople – get into the business because of the uncapped income. And I think that maybe um, the, or the, the limiting or the lack of being limited might be a, a part of it. But what happens when you make enough money? You know, what yeah. happens when you don't need to make any more money? What motivates you? And I, I found that money can be a motivator, but it's not the driving force. Usually passion is. And so I try to instill passion and, and really light a fire on the inside of the people that I'm training to find that what is that bigger thing that's going to keep you going when you made all the money you need to make. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Guess what? We're on YouTube. If you want to learn more about the techniques and the technologies of storytelling, do me a favor. Head on over to YouTube. Go to YouTube.com forward slash Robert Kennedy 3. That's YouTube.com forward slash Robert Kennedy 3. Learn more about how you can deliver the right message in the right way on the right platform. Go on over right now. YouTube.com forward slash Robert Kennedy, the number three. And I'll see you on the channel. Woo, yeah. If money is the only thing that you're working for or living for or operating for, then what do you have? It's not going to last. It's not sustainable. At some point, you want something bigger. You want something better. You want something greater. Brendan Burchard likes to say when you are no longer here or when you're at the end of your life, you ask three questions. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? And money is nowhere in that equation. Sure, money helps you. Money helps to facilitate certain things, gives you access to certain things. But money is never the cause of happiness. Money is never the cause of true transformation. Money is never the cause of heart-centered service, inspiration, and motivation. I love that. Thank you, David. This next clip comes from my guest, Anton Gunn, who served as a spokesperson under President Barack Obama and has met and had several dealings with several other presidents as well. I asked the question about how do you keep people from just simply star chasing and moving to a place where they become or they think about being of service to others? 
Here's what he said. What are some things that you might recommend to people to not just so that they can meet presidents, but so that they can really know that they can be in a space where they can serve others from their from their own authentic self? That's correct. Yeah. So that's a great question. A great lead in. Um, I know you probably heard this phrase before and we've Mm -hmm. all heard it where it says your network will determine your net worth. That's right. And, and people usually talk about it as if, you know, how big, however big your network is, that's how much more money you're going to make. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't attribute it that way. When I say your network determines your net worth, I'm talking about what is your net worth to the people around you? Yeah. What is your net value to people around you? And how many people have you determined that you're going to become valuable to? And so when I say network and net worth, I'm talking about can you commit yourself to serving people right where you are? Yeah. So, so, so important. Thank you for that, Anton. Now, our final clip comes from Alicia Dunham's, who is the author or the founder of Bestseller in a Weekend. And she does do a lot of work around writing. But this question or this clip really centers around communication as a whole. How can you become even more effective in communication? What are some phrases, some words that not only inspire you, but really help to engage further conversation with your teams, with your leadership, with those with whom you want to make some connections? So with regard to this book, Alicia, what what are some of the other things that we can do to really begin reframing our our language and reframing our words? Yes. Well, the book contains 40 communication scripts and I'd love to share some with you. There's obviously the, uh, oh, one of my favorites is, and one thing that I I share when I do corporate training is uh, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. saying I'm sorry. Now, I like to disclaim this, that there's a little asterisk disclaimer here that there's always room for an authentic apology. Right. And if every, if your come from is always, I'm sorry, you're, you're late for work because there was an accident on the 405. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm late for work. Or, or your kid is you know, sick and you stay home from, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, my kid is it. It's, I had it basically said to me, this, a boss who was in one of my trainings said, I, I don't like it when my employees say, I'm sorry all the time. Right. Because I don't know if they're saying it to make me feel better or make themselves feel better. Mm. And so a powerful reframe, instead of saying, I'm sorry, my kid is home late from school and I won't be coming to work today. What does it look like to say, my kid is sick and I'll be working home. I get to work from home today. And I will make sure I am committed to following up with coworkers on how the meeting went so I can make sure that I am up to par. I'm committed to uh, calling you every hour. I'm committed to uh, writing a report or whatever it is. So instead of saying, I'm sorry, I want to I I hear, I invite you into the place of what are you committed to creating? Right. Wow. I think that's a really good place to end this episode. What are you committed to creating? 
Are you just going to live by accident? Are you just going to go along with whatever the world says? Are you going to allow the world just to create your story for you? Sure, there's some stuff that is not in our control. Sure, there's some things that we can't help. Sure, there are some things that when you wake up in the morning, you didn't start them. You didn't initiate them. You weren't the catalyst for them and you have to deal with them. But there are some things that you can do. You can reframe. You can decide that you are going to respond differently. You can decide that you are going to commit to a different future. That's all I wanted to share with you today. Listen, I hope you derived value from these clips that we've shared over the course of this episode and really from over the course of season two. Go back and listen to these episodes. I will place their episode numbers in the show notes if you want to go back and the links for them in the show notes so that you can go back and check them out in their entirety. Listen. Don't forget, yeah, we're at episode 98 and we're just about wrapping up, but you can still leave a rating, ranking, review for the show because it's still going to be archived and you'll still be able to access the shows in the future. And I still want you to share it with other people who might find it valuable. We're just about at the end right now. Hey, y'all, don't forget everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story, and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, and you've been listening to The RKT Show.